Yeah, so how's uh, everyone's weekend going? Fine. Good, I went to the beach that makes you old. Oh, shit. Did you? Yeah. How old are you now? 30, 100. Oh, wow. I was going to say that's 30, really but then old. I was like, that's not even old, so I had to recover. 3,000. <laughs> it's weird because this movie kind of technically had a beach that made someone old when she got enchanted what? or whatever. That was a cave. Uh, it wasn't cave. a beach. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing in my eyes. It was kind of reversed because it... It was like a cave that made the old person young. young. The old ghost young. <laughs> That's the sequel. <laughs> it's just called Young. <laughs> the cave that makes you young. Some movies rule and some movies rock. Some movies win awards, but these ones do not. Some movies that are made are not up to par. We're gonna talk about them on one star. Uh, hello and welcome to uh, another episode of One Star Bad Movie Podcast where we talk about bad movies with one celebrity and them I'm Lauren. And I can climb any wall, Quinn. <laughs> and welcome to our Suicide Squad episode. It's here! Finally! It's it's haunted us for the past three years of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and we could only have one guest for this. There was only one person we could ever ask to be on the Suicide Squad episode. So we're here. We, we have, quite literally we could not have done it without him. <laughs> <laughs> From Tipsy Terror, Harish Manan. That's me. Uh, yeah, Suicide Squad, the 2016 <laughs> classic. So I think I, what what about Suicide Squad affected you so deeply that you had to be on this episode? I don't know. It's just. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> uh, I ironically liked it enough to where i actually like it now (laughs) (laughs) it's just one of those things that like since it came out literally like what five years ago that's that's terrifying yeah um yeah just i in at least my brain suicide squad and harish just kind of went hand in hand (laughs) 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 they were connected (laughs) um i had not seen it until now really Mm -hmm. wow how was that? Am I, the, am I the only one who hadn't seen it? Yeah, I saw it in theaters. Um, yeah. It was an experience. I really honestly do not know how I lasted this long. Except just sheer willpower. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is also an episode that my brother has been begging for mm-hmm. since we like started this podcast. So he was excited that I was finally watching it because he kept trying to get me to watch it because he knew I would hate it. And... <laughs> And did you? Um, <laughs> like, yes and no. Yeah, it's awful. It's yeah. just bad. But did I enjoy myself? Yes. <laughs> right. You know? So. This movie, it it's like, it's good except for, like, you know, the scripts and a lot of the lines and the, the, the general plot yeah kind of sucks but there's a lot of cool stuff in it like the the enchantress character is really cool and then they 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 have a lot of like cool superheroes in there but yeah it's just very bad scripts yeah, yeah. i i was when i rewatched it 
one thought I had was I don't think I've ever watched a superhero movie at home until right now. Mm. And I realize I hate that. I do not want to watch these at home. These are made to see in theaters. So I think that detracted a lot for me. And I think like knowing what happens and just like the inaneness of a lot of it, I I found myself liking it less, which I didn't think I could do. I don't know. It's another, It's one of those that like, I don't think I can classify. I mean, we haven't, we're just at the beginning. We're not getting to rating yet, but like, I don't know, like if I, I don't. I don't know where I'm. Where in the spectrum of like and hate I'm at. <laughs> I'm still well, you you got to find out by the end. You got to give it a number. It's only been like two hours since I finished watching it. I really. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't soaked in yet, but I also agree. Like seeing it just like on your TV and never seeing, never seeing it in theaters. In my experience, it like definitely like changes it. Although I have watched other superhero movies not in theaters but it definitely like enhances the viewing of it i I was thinking about it when i went to see quiet place 2 like that that would be such an insane movie to watch at home yeah like if someone's just like i'm gonna put on the quiet place like that's weird right (laughs) and i think i feel the same about this but like then something like john wick which i did watch the first one at home that's fine. So I don't know what the distinction is. Maybe just being really good. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't have a problem with watching. Well, like, I, I got, like, this really fancy new TV last year. And so I, I do like watching stuff at home now. That could be um, part of it. Just sitting so, here on my laptop. I'm like, I'm, I'm not thrilled. Yeah. Yeah. I could I imagine watching it, it on, on a smaller screen is not very fun. Um, cause mine, we have like a fine TV, but I, I watched it in this room where there's a bunch of windows. Mm. So watching a movie <laughs> in the middle of the day is, there's just always a glare, like in the middle of the TV and there's just <laughs> nothing you can do about it. So yeah. that affects my viewing experience, <laughs> even though it's a pretty decent, it's like a pretty big de- TV, but like that there's just always like, you can't fully see everything on the screen at one time. Um, right, but but it's it's interesting you brought up the like heroes or the villains, the squad, the choice of people in the squad. Because yeah. I was thinking when watching this, I was like, I don't think they made very good choices out of like all the wildly different villains that are show up in comics and all the weird powers. Right. I feel like they kept it a little too conventional. I think they needed some yeah. weirdos. Yeah, I, I don't know how much of that is like the actual comic Suicide Squad and how it compares to the ones that they chose for this one. Because I feel like this is probably more accurate to the to how the comics were before. Um, other rather than the the new one that's coming out is probably more just newer uh, villains. Because mm-hmm. like even though like someone like Captain Boomerang is a funny choice. He doesn't work that well filmed visually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also, like... He's just throwing something. <laughs> cool. When you're, when you're thinking of, like, what they were trying... What the goal of the squad was. Um, when you're going that way, some of them, like... Can Boomerang really help you that much? Right, yeah. Is that, or why like... is that, like, your top choice? <laughs> 
or just like Harley Quinn is just a girl with a bat. Yeah. <laughs> like she's good at fighting, but is she going to be good up against someone with superpowers? And I think that's the problem with like a lot of the fights because they have girl with bat. They have yeah. two guys that shoot things, one guy that throws things, girl with sword, just a big guy who, with rough skin, guy who climbs <laughs> anything, and then yeah. the fire guy, which is really the only like visually interesting thing going on. So it's right. supposed to be like all this like quirky, loud kind of movie, but when you're watching it, it's like, yep, they're just punching each other. I have a bone to pick with Slipknot. <laughs> Why? What flaws could Slipknot have? A single bone to pick. (laughs) (laughs) Just the fact that he can climb anything, but is it he can climb anything just because he has a climbing rig to him? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he has a rappel He just brings it with him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I wrote down every single line that Slipknot has in this movie. (laughs) Please say them all. (laughs) Oh, can, can we hear them? <laughs> yes. Okay, so he's introduced, right? Mm-hmm. Rick Flagg introduces it as, him as, here comes Slipknot, the man who can climb anything. <laughs> and he gets out of this cop car and, like, punches a woman and then looks over at everyone and he says, she had a mouth. <laughs> then he doesn't say anything until later when Captain Boomerang walk, walks up to him and tells him, um, they're playing mind games. And he says, what's that? <laughs> And then Captain Boomerang explains. What a mind game is. Yeah. He says, how do you know this? And then Captain Boomerang just says something else. And then he nods. And then he uses his magic repel guns to climb and then gets his head blown up. Three lines. (laughs) That was also surprising because I've known the joke around that character for like... (laughs) since it came out, like, the man who can climb anything, and I was not expecting him to die immediately. <laughs> That's so funny. Except I also did, though, at the same time, because I was like, okay, you can tell who's gonna die pretty quickly based off of how they didn't get an introduction like the other people. <laughs> how they didn't get a cool trailer for who they are. Yeah, yeah. There were, actually, it was like, there's a lot of dis- um, have you have you guys seen Army of the Dead? No, I didn't watch it. No. Okay, Army of Dead, it's this Zack Snyder movie, like, it's a heist movie with zombies, but part of that is that, like, they get offered m- money, the main guy is Dave Batista, and he gets offered, like, half a million dollars to do this job or something, and then he goes and hires everyone, and each one gets paid, like, less money, but in this movie, it was that, except for their intro sequences, so it starts with... <laughs> Yeah, Deadshot gets like a whole like ten minute sequence, and then Harley Quinn gets like like seven minutes, and then a few flashbacks later on, and then Captain Boomerang gets like two minutes, and then like everyone after that just gets like one line each of introduction. (laughs) Yeah, Slipknot just got—he's the man who can glam everything. Yep, (laughs) not even a flashback. And then Katana shows up even later, and we know you're like, hey, avoid her sword. I was so confused at that character introduction and then like also i was like what's what side is she on right (laughs) is she considered a villain no she she because it seemed like she she was like protecting i didn't understand what was going on she's just protecting um rick flag 
But I like why is why is she there? Right. She doesn't there's no explanation for her backstory. It's just she has a sword that steals the soul of everyone that it kills. Which, which again, is a cool is concept, like a but cool also it's concept. It's it's like But if her her loved one is in there, right. why would she like send all like evil people to go hang out with exactly. him? Exactly. And that's yeah, and why it's it's another thing that's like a cool concept, but like in in a filmed medium, it like looks the same as someone getting slashed with a regular sword. Right. <laughs> Except for the fact that it glows when she talks to it. Right, it glows, <laughs> and we get some like nice little wisps of smoke coming out of it. And like, okay, I, this is this is well, this will get us like starting into it too. But the structure of the beginning of this movie is incomprehensible to me. Because <laughs> you go, you start at Bell Rev, right? That's what it's called, the, like, swamp prison or whatever, and you get I have no segment. idea because the second word was fully just n- not legible. So yeah. I have no idea what it said. <laughs> so you, 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 like, zoom in on that, whatever, and you see how, like, the guards are mean to Harley mm-hmm. Quinn and Deadshot. And then like you Baron immediately Holtz. cut, yeah, like Baron Holtz, which that, is funny that, that it's him. fully. I knew David Harbor was in this movie, and I knew he I was like, shocked. I didn't re- I didn't remember David Harbor being in this, and I was like shocked when I saw him. I only know because me and Tyler talked about it after watching Black Widow about how he's just in Suicide Squad as a normal guy and doesn't affect anything or do anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so I knew David Harbor was going to be it. But when Ike just like gets into that like <laughs> to the window, I was like Ike. Yeah, <laughs> and he's a main here? character. Yeah. He's great. But so it's like it's being mean. He's being mean to them, and then you touch Amanda Waller pitching to David Harbor, and then you and you will get this line. It, it's this line that made me like my jaw drop when she was like, "I put him in a hole and I threw away the hole." <laughs> it's like why would you not then? Is when you go to Bell Rev for the first time. It doesn't make any sense why yeah. we start there for like two seconds and then immediately go back to Amanda Waller. It that, blows my mind. Yeah, that line holds zero weight. Because exactly. we know where like, he is. If you say right. that and then cut right to Bell Rev, it's like, okay, that makes sense. That's structure. Yeah. My favorite part of that whole time is that they're just eating dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just it's well, chomping on the well, And the best part, she's just like talking about uh Deadshot, whatever. She's like, yeah, he's can shoot anything. <laughs> Just like cutting a steak. <laughs> like, yeah, Harley, she'll do God or uh, what was it like? She's God. crazier than he is, and uh, something like that. <laughs> like, and God, God forbid anyone disrespects <laughs> his queen, and she's just like cutting a steak the whole time. Yeah, just like you can like you can't even see what she's doing. You can just see her arm just like. <laughs> that was my favorite part. Or like she'll say something and just like puts like eat something, and that was insane. That's just the choices behind that was just. It's like. It's it's a weird thing where like the this like movie trail trailer style introductions, mm-hmm. they both work and don't work because you're like oh fun I get backstory on everybody but the fact they only do them for three people yeah kind of ruins the whole thing. I um I wrote down there is forty two minutes of exposition. <laughs> that wow. Um, by the time we are all in the same room and. 
um, like Slipknot gets there, the 42 minutes of the movie is just introducing all of the characters. But then it's like at the same time, it's like, I need more exposition because I don't know who half these people are. Right. Yeah. That's what I, I, I kind of wanted to talk about because it was like, they rush through so much exposition that like, yeah, it was 42 minutes, which is a long time in a two-hour movie for 42 minutes just to be explaining who people are. But also, at the same time, it almost should have just been the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. But that's also not a good movie, either. I mean, right. in, the, in the Marvel Universe, by the time they got to Civil War, most of them had their own movie and, like, more than one. <laughs> by the time, even the Avengers, like, they all had movies, in, like, explaining them. I think the only way to make that work is if they this is like their second mission and you just kind of get thrown right into the team already being formed you can't form the team right here without knowing who any of these people are it's also really the that intro sequence is really stupid because it's it's just the stories of how they got arrested and for for Deadshot, that's like interesting. We learn about his daughter, you know, like that's that's a good scene. I actually like that scene where the daughter comes in and mm-hmm. doesn't let him shoot Batman. Um, but then the next one is Harley Quinn. Like the scene doesn't really tell us anything about her except she's crazy and has this weird sexual thing with Joker. That was an awful scene. I hated. Very weird. <laughs> but then that like was pointless because all it did was oh, and this is how she got arrested by Batman. Like they drove into a river and he punched her. <laughs> and like it's almost not necessary because you can assume. Out of anybody, people know who Harley Quinn is. Yeah. So you don't need all of that. And the flashbacks we get later on are are better and like more important for us to see than than this weird scene of Common getting killed. See, I didn't like those flashbacks because, and I think this goes back to also the problem of Jared Leto, which we'll get into later. That there is truly no reason the Joker is in this movie. He yeah. adds nothing to it. He can literally his every scene of him could have been cut out and it would do nothing. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I I think that's just a Jared Leto problem. <laughs> like I I feel like if if they just designed the Joker a different way, he he would have been more effective in this. It's but, it's funny yeah. to me that his Joker is like so organized. <laughs> like that's the entire point. Of the Joker is that he's not. He like his Joker like takes the time to like lay out knives in a circle. It's like no, that's not the Joker at all. Joker's not texting Harley Quinn little updates. Like be there in ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't take the time to meticulously place all of his weapons in a nice circle around him, but not a full circle because he did need a walkway to the door. <laughs> And also at the end there were like laptops and child onesies on the outskirts of it wasn't even all weapons. And I hate his heist his heist team too because like other jokers they always like have a little theme going on too. Like sometimes he'll be like I'm doing cards. That's my thing right now. We're all playing cards theme. But here he's got like one's got a Batman mask, one's the in panda. a panda suit. It's like what is your thought logic behind here? Like, yeah. are you chaotic or are you organized? What are you doing? 
And it, <laughs> just everyone bring whatever suit that you have. <laughs> and how bring can you wear a full panda suit and be able to shoot your gun with accuracy? <laughs> you can't see anything. It's, it's actively making it harder. <laughs> but it's just like, it's Joker is about like chaos for chaos's sake. But this Joker is like about like chaos to look cool. Yeah. 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 Like, aesthetics are the most important thing to Jared Leto's Joker. That's wrong. That is, like, a big problem in this movie is that it's written by people who don't really understand people. (laughs) Because, (laughs) so, we we watch that. There's the intro sequence, right, with... So we see Deadshot and then Harley Quinn is... Oh, she used to be a psychiatrist who worked for us, but for the Arkham Asylum, but she got turned by the Joker and she fell in love. Um, and then the next one is Captain Boomerang, two seconds, he was robbing a bank, and then the Flash. But then Enchantress, our most powerful weapon. This is this is how we're going to control her. I have her heart, but also I have a guy named Rick Flag protecting <laughs> her. And you know what the real secret weapon is? Is that Rick Flag is in love with her. When, so... Just two segments before this, you just described another situation where a good guy got turned into evil through the power of love, and now your big power of leverage against Rick Flag is that he loves the the supervillain <laughs> that he's trying to protect. Also, I, I can't imagine that going wrong at all. <laughs> let's let's not uh, dismiss the fact that all three of the villain. Well, superheroes, because who knows what Katana is? <laughs> I don't. Um, all three of the women have, like, male counterparts that are, like, important to yeah. the... That's true. To them. And she's got her sword husband. Yeah. She's got her sword yeah. husband. Harley has the has her put in. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the Enchantress. Was she... Were they dating before she was i was no. very confused or did he just fall in love with her yeah yeah um amanda waller got him to hired him as security for her and then they fell in love and she knew that was gonna happen that's my she that, somehow orchestrates how, yeah that. how did she know like uh she's a mastermind she, she this, just knows this, how horny rick flag is <laughs> just, this guy's thirsty as hell let's just put him with her <laughs> The one part, I did really like the shot when they, like, break into her bathroom to get her. And she's, like, it, the like the swamp is growing out. I was, like, I like this. I want it to go this way. Yeah, but then it yeah. just doesn't. The Enchantress is such a cool character. Like, every scene she's in is great. I, I love it so much. <laughs> but, but, like, her whole thing for 80% of the movie, she's just, like, kind of waving her hands yeah, around yeah. in front of a column of light. Like, what are you right. doing? There's, her body doesn't move in a, in a way that a body moves. Yeah. <laughs> she's just, like, whole time and just, like... Her hips are swaying, so yeah. what She's doing a Shakira dance. Because, yeah. <laughs> like, she's like, I'm making my machine. And it's, what, what machine? What are you talking about? Yeah, what was she even doing? Yeah, she... So she said, she said something about like they don't worship gods anymore; they worship machines. So I'm gonna make a machine that destroys them. So I guess these movies have you have you guys seen the other DC movies? No, I was gonna ask like which movies are uh, in this universe or whatever. 
so the the ones that came out before this were um uh superman man of steel and then batman versus superman and i think maybe wonder woman came out before this but i've seen like, all of those yeah yeah i've seen that, wonder I, woman that <laughs> that doesn't um like really connect with this plot but so this is set right after batman versus superman because superman dies at the end of that and amanda waller mentions at the beginning uh now that superman's dead we need whatever to protect us um these movies love doing this like terraforming machine every single one is about some sort of alien or like higher power species making a machine that is trying to convert the earth so man yeah. of steel the villains are um <laughs> other kryptonians who have this giant terraforming machine that they drop in metropolis and what it's doing is it like basically is converting the earth into krypton's environment so that they can live um on earth and then in uh in the one after this uh in justice league also there's a similar plot line about the mother boxes and converting the earth and absorbing the earth and stuff like and that like, so batman versus superman it's like doomsday is just like just yeah destroying things kind of similar still. right <laughs> right um yeah so this one also i feel like it's just like i'm just gonna make a big machine that is meant to destroy stuff yeah it's 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 so vague it's annoying yeah. it just but that's why around and like destroys all their ships and bases and stuff that's why I'm kind of excited. I think I'm going to see the new The Suicide Squad because oh, the villain in it is just like a large starfish who's <laughs> just like kind of walking around. So I think that's fun. I'm interested in that. I'm, I am actually kind of excited for it. I think it'll be good because yeah. James Gunn is good at uh, group superhero right. movies. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy is definitely like uh, up there for the Marvel movies that I enjoy for me. So I have hope. Yeah, it's good. Um, and like, I, and I think they just picked more interesting people to follow. There's a, there's maybe too many. Like, I'm, it's like got twenty people in it. But I think that's gonna hold uh, not more weight, but. I think for sure a lot of them are going to die. Probably quickly. Well, I was going to say, that I think that's a flaw of this movie, too. Is that it's called Suicide Squad, but the only person that dies is because they broke the rules. Like, I don't yeah. buy that this is that dangerous of a mission, because they all survive. Even, like, the guy with the boomerang. <laughs> and he... Yeah, he only dies because... Also, like, for how did they even reasons. know he was trying to leave? Because he was, he punched you, someone and like, like was climbing a wall. It's his thing. He was climbing I, a wall. He's a danger. I, <laughs> I know. I said I had one bone to pick. I guess this is two. <laughs> um, but it's not with him. It's with with Waller or her plan or whatever. She's like, all right, I'm gonna get this guy because he can climb anything. And then he climbs something and you kill him. You brought him there to do that. <laughs> and, like, what's the goal with him? Like, it was is he unauthorized supposed to climb climbing. up a building and, like, open it from the inside or something? Maybe like, it's because she was, like, at the top of that skyscraper. So, like, that was his thing. It's, like, climb and get me. Another and, like, thing. 
is later on, uh, there's this whole scene where they get in the building and then Harley Quinn gets in the elevator and goes straight up and everyone's like, oh shit, she's trying to escape and they all freak out. But, well, I mean, she's so lucky that Rick Flagg didn't just pull out the little phone thing and click her and explode her head. Yeah, why did... Yeah, why did Slipknot get <laughs> killed? And Harley, they're like, oh, well, let's just go get her. Yeah. Maybe because she can't climb everything. So yeah. they're, they're like, like well, we, we can, can get keep her. up with her. <laughs> <laughs> Once that man gets on a wall, there's no one, no one's reaching him. But also, yeah. like, the end credit scene or mid credit scene, whatever the fuck you call that. Um, so she had finals on all of the good guys and but she's like i don't want to do that though <laughs> well yeah i mean it's easier to manipulate someone when you have leverage on them that's yeah. her whole thing is yeah. leverage but that's another like the the whole pitch for them was oh we need someone who can stop the new superman but then their mission is just to like get her out of a tower they're not even supposed to like confront enchantress originally right yeah well the well so <laughs> That's some of the social commentary of this movie <laughs> is the important part was getting Amanda Waller because she has been analyzing Enchantress and how she uh, converts people and like gets them under her control. And we can the U.S. government can use that to make an army whenever they want. And so that's why she's the important part is extracting... <laughs> Extracting Amanda Waller so she can use the army technology, which uh, I'm sure is going to come in in some future movie. <laughs> Definitely. Like, there's no reason that they would write this whole movie around that and then not use it at all, ever. I also well, like that I mean, she just shot think... all of the people that were in the room with her and was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, that's a moment I like, that they're like, okay, like, Amanda Waller sucks. Right. And that I think there should be more of that because I think also, but like by casting Viola Davis, you're kind of like, yeah, Amanda Waller. <laughs> like you don't want to root against Viola Davis. But I, I think they they must have like changed plans though after this like was so criticized. I feel like they were want to forget it a little bit. Yeah, like yeah. what movies that have followed are in the same. Is it all DC? Are all in the same? Yeah, they're Technical. all I, in the same. Clearly, Ju- uh, Justice League is in it. But like everything else so far, like refuses to reference it. Like because right. Birds of Prey, like, kind of exists almost in a world where this never happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Harley. Well, she, yeah, yeah. Because at the beginning of Birds of Prey, she breaks up with um joker and then but it doesn't reference anything she's just back in gotham yeah and then also like uh will smith is not in the next one is he no yeah so they're just the main character of this movie i guess he's living with his family now (laughs) yeah and it's it's like because they want to keep people like margot robbie and they want to keep viola davis because they're like superstars so they they're like still trying they're trying to ignore this movie exists without like losing what was good about it, right? And it's just it may, I think it makes it a really like funny situation. I'm I'm interested to see how the new one if it will like address it at all or how. Yeah, yeah, me too. And how does Harley Quinn go from the ends of Birds of Prey to now being in this Suicide Squad? Right, because okay. this one. Ha- 
has to reference the new one has to reference this one right yeah rick flag is in it and amanda <laughs> waller is in it they're the only two other than margot robbie of all people to bring back they're like we need rick flag we have to have him <laughs> and how do you have rick flag without having enchantress though yeah i guess she's just well, enchantress now... is dead Enchantress is dead, so she's nor- a normal professor now. <laughs> Archaeology <laughs> professor. She's just some girl. Yeah. Um. I know you said that you liked the scene with Will Smith and the daughter, but I also just think that the daughter's acting was terrible in this entire movie. Yeah. <laughs> Even though that's a child, but... Like, just the way she said, Mama says I can't live with you because you kill people. <laughs> <laughs> I literally wrote it down because I hated how she said it so much. And she's like, "I know you do bad things, but I love you." <laughs> okay, I don't know. I just thought, and I honestly like, I did laugh very hard when Batman just showed up out of nowhere because I was like, "What?" Yeah, he's like, "I don't want to do this in front of your daughter." It's it's so funny to me that Ben Affleck, but especially Ezra Miller, just like showing up for two seconds as the Flash is so bizarre. Yeah. Especially because now there's no Flash movie, and I, will there ever be? <laughs> I think, well, they were doing it. I think the Cyborg got cut out of it, but I think they still are planning to do the Flash movie. But I feel like, how how long sh- could they sit on this? <laughs> well, he was in Justice League, though, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I was like, I know I've seen him. No, I've not seen Justice League, but I was like, I know I've seen Ezra Miller as the flash in other things like yeah the, that he the did flash it. is still um coming out <laughs> november 4th 2022 oh wow i was, cause I was gonna by... say it's like the flash is gonna be the black widow of <laughs> the dc universe <laughs> just always there telling us like oh they're so important but just like never getting the movie of your own <laughs> yeah i mean yeah yeah, I, I feel like they've been trying to make a Flash movie for a long time, but it just kept getting having issues. Yeah, I guess we can allow the pandemic excuse and such. It was originally set to release on in 2018. <laughs> oh my god. Four years oh, later. At one point, Phil Lord and Chris Miller were writing uh, writing for it, but then they, they left to direct Solo. <laughs> Oh and no! Then and then they didn't even do that. That's so <laughs> sad. That movie is the bane of my existence. It's solo. That's true. So, um, I I had one more thing about the opening sequence. Oh, wow. Um, how come everyone, all the all the men, have little like little cells that they have to live in, but Harley Quinn gets this giant cage in like this can... huge room. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand how she just ran straight forward into it at that one. It's so... I know. Why did you do that? (laughs) And they're like, you're not allowed to climb it. But then they like... I don't... I didn't understand. She wasn't... She was just lounging in a weird... Yeah, I think what it was was she like used her bed sheets or something to make that little swing. And then they were like, "You're, you're not supposed to do that. You gotta come down. It's because she's crazy, you know? She does gymnastics. She does she gymnastics. She makes hammocks. She runs headfirst into a jail cell bar. 
Um, I like how in in their like little costume kits, hers included like hair dye too, so she could like redo her tips. Very important. <laughs> um, oh, so I, speaking of her costume, though, oh boy, yeah. there's a lot there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't so even know. Fucking like sequin shorts. You know her thighs were just bloody. <laughs> Just chafing out the ass. Yeah, I'm in pain thinking about it. And, yeah. And just why, but... Right. So what do you think... There's So after the Snyder Cut, I, I feel like release the air cut has been reignited. Really? What, what do you think that would be like? I don't know, because... There is an extended cut of this movie that's 11 minutes longer, but it really just adds, like, two scenes. It adds, like, a few extra bits on some scenes. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's the one that I watched for this. But uh, What does it add? um, I think uh, there's a scene at one point where they're just walking and then Harley Quinn gets bored and she, like, starts, like, trying to psychoanalyze everyone. So she like points at um, Katana and he's she's like, oh, you're a Japanese female. You probably had a lot of like daddy issue. Like you probably are wearing a mask to hide from your dad or something like that. And then she like goes and um, she calls out Killer Croc or like she she says something about Killer Croc. Um, he he like lives in a sewer or something and he's. I don't know. He's like, I live in a sewer, but at least I know it's a sewer. And she's like, ah, yeah, because humanity sucks or whatever. She just, like, gets bored and starts psychoanalyzing people. Sounds like a valuable addition. (laughs) I didn't realize that she was a psychiatrist before turning into Harley Quinn. Yeah. Her her real name is Harleen Quinzel. It's a little too perfect, but, like, that's comic books. You know, the names well, are she, always great. She first appeared in the Batman animated series. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was created for that show and then shifted to comics. And then, is, yeah, she was like, just that popular. Yeah, it doesn't happen a lot. Which, she's probably my favorite character, like, in DC, too. So. Right. I, I always, I'm always rooting for her to be used well. That's why I love the Harley Quinn TV show on HBO. Yeah, yeah, it's it's great. It's so good. I I I I recommend it to you, Lauren. I think you'd like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know Tyler watched it and he liked it. I just is that it the just, one it's, with it's funny with um Ron Funches as King Shark. Yes. Yeah. Which will definitely who's playing King Shark in the movie? I don't know, but, like, the fact it's not Run Funches is deeply upsetting. And he's upset by it as well. <laughs> um, also, when... I was very unsettled by... Like, the most unsettling thing about the Joker to me was that one time when he had, for some reason, like, black Sharpie smile around his mouth. Yeah, well, he has a... He has a tattoo of a, a smile on his hand is yeah. that what you're talking about no or? no he also like draws a smile he and drew sharpie a, on him at he some like point. just drew around his mouth oh <laughs> and it, it, it was like i think in the gun circle scene <laughs> uh yeah he has it and i was like what the hell is going on right now 
Uh, and then he like just he's like in a tux to pick up Harley Quinn. It's like the most obvious thing. And to why be did like, oh he's quirky? And when he yeah. threatened Ike Barinholtz's character, why did he just like sit on his lap so erotically? <laughs> because he's like straight, but he's like being a little gay. Like that's weird. That's right. Crazy. He's he's twisted. <laughs> he's, he's damaged. <laughs> but like, whatever did happen with Ike's character? Nothing. Yeah, I, I don't. We just abandoned him. Right, Harley says you're you're screwed or something to him, and then he's like, "What do you mean? What do you mean?" And then we never see him again. <laughs> so he probably died off screen. He got a visit from the him. Joker, but then, right? Or no, 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 that was before. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. guy who had it worse was like the bomb tracker guy. <laughs> no one cared. <laughs> they, <laughs> Nobody were, looked for him. They were so distraught about Diablo having to sacrifice himself. It was like, what about the soldier who had to hit that underneath? Oh, the Scott Eastwood character's so weird, too. Is that him? Yeah. yeah. Like, what? Why? what is his purpose in this movie? To die. Well, he's the Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah, he's the only one that, like, actually does anything. Yeah. I also like that we... The whole movie kept antagonizing the man who could just become on fire at any moment. (laughs) And it's just a human flamethrower. Like, let's antagonize him and yell at him and make him feel bad. (laughs) That sounded... That was smart of them. (laughs) His his character confuses me, too. Because, like, he's, like, definitely not really a villain. Like, he's done bad things, but, like... He just doesn't seem... He seems like a weird fit. Because, like, he's maybe actually suicidal. <laughs> and I know that's in the name, but, like, that's not the point. He uh, he was, like, in the flashbacks, he was, like, like a mob boss or something, like, in the, in the gang underground. Um, but, yeah, I guess killing his family was why he got arrested after... Um, and then he, he killed everyone in the, in the yard, in the prison yard. Um, Which was weird, too, because it's like, I, she was, like, saying he got attacked and then, like, flamed the yard. But they show the clip multiple times, and he's literally just standing there and, like, looks No one is attacking and him. And, it, and her line right before they show the clip is, the footage is incredible. And then you watch the footage, and it's like, okay. You're like, yep, that's a, that's a blast of fire. It's, that's all I really see. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um... What other problems do I have with this? I had to turn on subtitles to understand anything that Boomerang said. (laughs) Like, if it wasn't for subtitles, I would just be like, no idea. (laughs) You got an anti-Aussie over here? That's not a normal (laughs) Australian accent. Are you saying Australians aren't normal? That's kind of rude. Yeah, yeah, that's clearly what I said. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, it's, like, trying to make the lame little joke with his, like, oh, he's got, like, a pony. Yeah. But it's, like, seen that before. Right. And And why did they have to use the word fetish for that? I don't know. (laughs) Because it's edgy. And then there's no payoff. No, there's no payoff. There's, There's an introduction and a, like, there's a setup, a reminder, and then no payoff. Just, and then, well, there was a scene where he gets stabbed, and then, like, he gets up, and I'm like, oh, did the pony save him? And he pulls out, it's just a stack of cash. And also, when did he get the cash? 
He had to yeah. have stolen it at some point. Since right. when did he do that? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it, what, another scene that made me laugh was when, like, Harley Quinn, she breaks that like store window to buy the purse, and then they cut to um, Deadshot like staring at like a little mannequin that's wearing the same <laughs> coat as his daughter. <laughs> That really made me laugh. <laughs> a part that made me laugh really was when um, Captain, not Cap, whatever, Flag, <laughs> Captain Flag was like, Flag. Um, look, this is God. And then he like flashed his iPad and just like, boop. And then <laughs> she came on, was talking, and then she just went away. But I was just like, this is God. <laughs> and he's like holding it like that. Yeah. <laughs> And I uh, think the they even included a little sound effect that was like, <laughs> it's just so weird. I think the single worst moment, though, for me is um, when Harley Quinn says, normal is just the setting on the washing machine. Ugh. Because I have seen that exact pin at Hot Topic before in my life. And it <laughs> That's for sure a t-shirt. me. No, I remember. It was like, a clip, I have no idea what it's from, but it was a clip from something I saw on Tumblr in, like, 2012, where it's, like, a girl in a TARDIS dress is talking to this, like, old biker guy, and she's, like, normal's just a setting on a washing machine. And he's, like, where'd you get that hot topic? And I, I remember it so crystal clear that then they would just include that in this movie makes me so mad. It's so stupid. Yeah. And also, like, why... <laughs> When, like, randomly... I think it was more in the beginning of the mission when Flag just, like, threatened Deadshot for just no reason. <laughs> just, like, he turned around and goes, I could kill you. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's... A, it's They really only give Deadshot any sort of character outside of, like, their power. Right. But it feels, like, just kind of obvious at the same time. Yeah, it's it's a weird arc. His arc is, um, I love my family so much that uh, at the end of this movie, I still love my family. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I mean, I guess he does like have some loyalty to Harley Quinn, and then doesn't shoot her. But then, like, that doesn't really affect anything. Like, it, nothing. There's no real like, nothing changes for him. Yeah. And there's, like, no... They're trying to do, like, the found family thing. But there's no moment when, like, any of them actually bond. No, that was my... that bar. My favorite part was when Diablo or whatever was, like, I can't lose my second family or I can't lose my other family. (laughs) And then, like... I think Harley said something about a friend. It's it's been one night. One... Just one night. We're not even at morning yet. Yeah. And you really haven't even been in that much danger yet either. Like, no. it's not like through trauma. It's like, but they're like, he's my other family. I was like, how though? I also had to like every time like Flag kept getting like dragged away from like the minions, and they kept being like, if Flag dies, we die. It's like, do they actually know that though? Yeah. Yeah. He... Go ahead. <laughs> no, you go ahead. Um, they did, 
at when when he pulls out the iPad and he's like, "This is God." She does tell them that like, uh, one of the conditions is that they have to take care of a flag as well. Oh, okay, I must just okay. not been paying attention because I was like, "How do they know if he dies that they're screwed if they didn't yeah. kill him?" <laughs> right. Um, I also like have zero idea what in the scene where like Harley Quinn becomes Harley Quinn with the Joker. What did they dive into? What was that? Was it it's acid? acid? Okay. Yeah, so the Joker's backstory is that he fell into that, like, a vat of acid or, like, chemical waste or something, and that turned his skin green and his his hair green and his skin white. And so her backstory is that he, like, made her do that, and then so that she would be the same kind of chemically altered as he is. Okay. Speaking of that, we're missing the elephant of the room. Which is, the makeup in this movie isn't very good. No. <laughs> Let alone Oscar-worthy. <laughs> well, I mean, Killer Croc is not bad. Okay, but, like, is he makeup? He looks way more digitally altered than makeup. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to try to look up if there's set pics. But, like... They had to do all the tattoos on the on El Diablo. I, okay, those are pretty good. But, like, the Joker tattoos suck. The Joker tattoos suck. I, I, uh, Enchantress also, like, um, when she's in the form where she's, like, you know, all, like, dirty and with the little embers floating around her. Looks cool. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, it's she still just kind of looks like Cara Delevingne. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was weird that the brother has this huge, like, CG tall form whereas she just that did the ancient witch also look like Cara Delevingne and that's just how she normally looks (laughs) (laughs) okay looking at set photos of Killer Croc it is makeup okay but like I guess there's still something about it that like it's technically impressive but I don't think it looks good I think it's yeah. the lips. I think they did something wonky with the lips that has really thrown me off. Maybe. I don't know. So, yeah. but other than that, like, like you said, the our acid is, is like what makes Joker look like Joker. But he's clearly just wearing foundation. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, he clearly just put too much powder on. Yeah. So it, it's like, what? Why? I know they wanted to go for, like, sort of, like, the new edgelord Joker. Yeah. But it just, that couldn't have been the right way to do it. No. Yeah, it's it's not a good, it's not a good design. Not a fan of this Joker. And, like, he ha- why does he have grills? What is this? <laughs> what is going on? And he's just also, like, not even really threatening. Right. I know. And, he seems more just like of a nuisance than like someone you're actually afraid of. Yeah. And even in like the weird club scene when he like had Harley grind on that guy and then was like Right. I'll kill you. I don't know. He I just, had no idea what his goal in that scene was. He just seems like a like a rich brat. <laughs> like like a rich college kid <laughs> is basically his character. Like rich 100%. frat boy, who also his dad's in the mob, so he has crime connections. 
<laughs> but like he's still just like a rich frat boy. Yeah, he's is it that would be an interesting like kind of characterization as Joker to lean into more though. Like if they went the more he's just like some sociopath who got bored and like just has unlimited resources. That I th- that's an interesting way to take the character. But he it's that's what you want it to be. That's not quite what he's actually doing though. I also didn't understand so when Deadshot finds the top secret file, what was in it that was so earth shaking to him? Which file? He like finds like the folder that says top secret on it that was like uh, explaining who they all were. I don't remember. I don't remember that. So it's like before um I think that I don't know. What do you consider... What's the act two break in this movie? I think it is pointless to try to <laughs> apply a structure to this movie. Because I was going to say, it's pro- it's at the act two break, but I was like, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I don't know where that would be. Anyways, it's before they go into the final battle with Enchantress, kind of... And I don't know if... I think it might be after the bar. Before the bar. Before the bar. Before they go and have drinks. He, like, finds, like, the folder and it says, like, top secret on it. And it was the folder that had all the info on each of them. Oh, maybe it's explaining that, um, that the villain is Enchantress, who is Brick Flag's girlfriend. Like That's basically, was, he yeah. found out that um, basically the the government caused this by messing with the with Enchantress. That's probably it. Because then he like he gets mad at Flag, yeah, and like throws it. He's like, "What were you gonna tell us?" Or like something weird. But then later on, Flag's like, "Did you get to the part where it said I am involved with her or whatever?" And I was like, "So that's not the part he was mad at." He was like. Oh yeah, I did get that to that part. <laughs> Just like so, that's not the main reason for you to be angry, right? They do, um, they do tell them that it's a, just a terrorist attack. That is but true. But yeah. by the time you get to that point, you should already know that it's it's not a terrorist attack. It's something worse than terrorists. That's what I was. Weird, like, it's like bubblehead guys. Yeah. How you were literally like killing off like weird half alive rock zombie things. And that were kind of indistinguishable from Killer Croc. <laughs> um, I I blanked on his name. I was not confident. <laughs> That's what it was. But um, I don't know why why that was so earth shattering to him. Because it was like, yeah, clearly yeah. you're not dealing with a normal situation here. I right. thought we've all I thought we all kind of figured that out for ourselves. <laughs> That's another. Speaking of Killer Croc, I just kind of remember thought of it. It feels weird, like, the active choice to make him black. Because, like, yeah. that is his only character trait. Right, and then he wants BET at the Yeah, end. like, that's yeah. his only thing. And I'm like, hey, yeah. white man wrote this. <laughs> right. And he's not, like, he shouldn't want to watch BET. He lives in the sewers. I know. Like, <laughs> what is, How does he know does he he's care? a sewer guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I think 
that's all my qualms I've got now. I, I think have I, just I got a couple more. You have more? Especially when, like, <laughs> <So many. laughs> when I think it's Harley says it to Enchantress when she's like, you mess with my friends. Is that a thing? Yeah. Yeah, that's, like, the last line. That's yeah. a, like, big moment. But what did she, what did Enchantress do specifically to them? Nothing. <laughs> no. Showed them visions of what they wanted? I guess. Oh, wait, I have another qualm. <laughs> Why the fuck is what Harley Quinn's, like, dream life domestic bliss? What the hell? Yeah, like, maybe yeah, the psychiatrist. But even then, you wouldn't fall in love with a man like that if you wanted right. a life like that. And at this point, she definitely does not. <laughs> yeah. She's a different person. Yeah. Why like, would it, she, in what world would Harley Quinn want to have a kid? And, None. And, her, and part of her dream scenario is that he dyes his hair brown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just has, like, white, pale, white skin. She's like, if like, only I could be hair. married to Jared Leto. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> what, who was the one who was like the Batman's dead? Deadshot. Was that Deadshot? Killed the it's bat. Like, why is that? That's almost nothing to do with what you've done either. Because yeah, he arrested you, but it like wasn't like a personal thing. <laughs> Would, right. Like so in your so in Deadshot's dream scenario, instead of being arrested by Batman, he kills him in front of his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that's my dream scenario: is scarring my daughter for life. <laughs> Like, wouldn't his dream scenario to be, like, just, like, living a... His dream scenario would be domestic bliss. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense for him. Yeah. And you can even do Har- Harley's, him, her and Joker killing Batman. She's like, that's my dream. I'm like, okay. Right. They could just switch dreams. That would have worked. <laughs> that, made, that would make so much more sense. <laughs> but uh, we had to have a woman want children. Right. <laughs> Obviously. But, I, yeah, when she was like... You mess with my friends. And it's like, what did she do to your friends, though? She's doing a lot to, like, the world and New York specifically. Or Gotham? Yeah, she, did, she didn't yeah. even I thought kill it was any New of York. them. We it know. was other people. I don't think it, it, like, if it does say it, it doesn't really emphasize what city it is. Midtown. <laughs> yeah, which everyone that is. I thought, I thought they said New York, but I guess that doesn't really matter. Or... Midtown would be what? Chicago? In real life? Oh. Yes. I don't know. I I think that's more just one of the made up ones. Yeah. Even though like Gotham's New York and Metropolis is also New York. <laughs> I thought Gotham is more of like um Chicago and then Metropolis is New York. Oh, that makes sense. I don't know. Um also, the gun that he shot at Enchantress, just the zoom in, and it said love on the barrel. Because <laughs> it's Harley's gun, so it's a weird, quirky gun. So stupid. Um, oh, it's Midway City. Midway. Midway City is in Michigan, apparently, in the DC Universe. So is that Detroit, then? Probably. On on uh, If you just search... Suicide Squad City on Google. It says Suicide Squad is set in Midway City, which is which in the DC universe is Chicago to Gotham's New York. Okay, but I don't know if that's true. Because then, what is what is Metropolis? Now? I'm pretty sure Metropolis is just like also New York. Like this yeah. is just a world where there are two New York esque cities. 
Right. One of them's Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, how... <laughs> I love that, like, a helicopter crash means absolutely nothing in this movie. Everyone survives all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Except for, like, the fucking doctor guy. <laughs> I don't yeah. even remember who that is. The, the the poor guy who was like had to turn off the bomb in Harley Quinn's neck. Oh, yeah. He's the only one that doesn't survive a helicopter crash with this. Like, Joker's fine. Viola Davis is fine. Yeah. It's just okay. Sorry, Slipknot, Diablo, and random military guy. And... <laughs> Why is, like, Joker's lead henchman just, like, some dude? You know? He feels like he has a big role. But he doesn't have, like, any traits that would imply him and Joker being together. Right. I don't know. Lots lots of questions. I know there are no answers to them. Yeah, the Joker isn't really, like, a mob boss in comics. He's just a guy who's... Crazy. Like, he's got henchmen, because they all always have henchmen for Batman yeah. and people beat up. But his his goal isn't, like, to make money. It's to make chaos. Yeah. And, like, why, yeah, why does this Joker run, a, like, a gambling ring? That's so not Joker at all. Right. Uh, that's definitely... I, I truly despise Jared Leto's Joker. It's bad. It's the thing that makes me most angry. Is it worse than Joaquin Phoenix? Joaquin Phoenix is good as Joker. Like the movie, I mean, I I, I don't think that movie is great, but it, it's it's a fine movie. And but he he is really good as his version of Joker, which isn't even the real Joker. It's like an alternate universe version of Joker. It's just like the, it's a variant. If yeah. a Martin Scorsese movie took place in Gotham, yeah. Okay. I've never seen Joker either, so. <laughs> this is the second movie I've seen with a Joker in it. Oh, I'm You're sorry. A big fan, I, I, I take tell. it back. I've seen uh, Lego Batman. <laughs> 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 I've seen the uh, the one with um, Heath Ledger, and I've seen oh, yeah. Lego Batman, and those are the only. Those are my Jokers. <laughs> so, Harish, what is like your defense for this movie? I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff in it. Uh, the whole sequence where Enchantress escapes is really cool. Um, like, she gets the the girl to call her in her dreams while she's asleep. And then Enchantress shows up and then, like, shows Rick Flagg a vision of June Moon dying. Um, and then she, like, goes to Amanda Waller, tries to take back the heart, but there's, like, some sort of alarm on it. And then she goes, okay, so she goes (laughs) into Amanda Waller's files, and then on the shelf is just her brother's statue. Just sitting on an unprotected shelf. (laughs) Just in, like, a random hotel room, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, bad choice. I mean, for the smartest person in the government, Amanda Waller, who, like, knows everything about everything, just, just... You should have had better security on that statue. But, so, 
there's this part where she she wants a body for her brother so she like kills this guy by being behind him in the mirror and then pulling him through into the mirror that's like a really cool way to kill someone that yeah, was that a cool was moment cool. and um like even the dead shot his first um his first murder where like he he like threatens the guy on the phone to transfer him a million dollars he just like does that really cool shot there's like cool stuff in it. The 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 idea of the sword stealing the soul of everyone. I wish that was more, um, like investigated. Uh, yeah, because cause that is a cool concept, but it doesn't make any sense the way that they talk about it in the movie. <laughs> and like El Diablo, like when he's in his god form. I, I thought that was cool, and I like even just the the villains in their god form. Even when she's like doing the weird hip dance thing, <laughs> I I like that. Like it's it's like a very like witchly because she's casting a spell and also talking to people at the same time. So like the way she's moving, it, it like it worked for me. <laughs> See, I didn't like El Diablo's god form because I'm like, why all of a sudden is he? like Aztec or something. Why yeah, I, where, where did this come from? I wish there was more backstory on like him actually being like an ancient being that's resurrected in the form of this random gang member. Yeah. But the there's definitely potential within most of the characters that they almost don't seem to even bother trying to explore though. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not like it doesn't feel like it just got cut out. It felt like it was never intended to be anyway yeah there are some like design choices that i liked as well where um when they do the intros and they like do those like words popping up on the side i thought that was fun um and then like the colors that they do throughout the movie um are really cool like especially when when it starts the opening title cards (laughs) look cool (laughs) and then they fade into that like you know, city you know that's all you need to see a movie for is some cool opening titles. My, my favorite on the opening was the black text that immediately goes onto dark grass and you can't read it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? Okay, I don't I, know. That I, I think you did as much justice to it as you could. <laughs> <laughs> the best line in the movie is is uh, when uh, Enchantress explains her plan about like she's gonna control the world, <laughs> and then Deadshot goes, "Lady, you are evil." <laughs> <laughs> I like that we spent mm, an hour and forty five minutes setting up the fact that um, if Enchant- Enchantress's heart is outside of her body. You can control her by, um, you know, stabbing yeah, the heart, I guess. <laughs> or, like, yeah. you can kill her from the heart. And we said this multiple times. We've even shown it uh, when she was, like, stabbing the heart and it was, like, coming out of her. Like, we have... That was, like, of all the things that were established in this movie, the fact that Enchantress could be killed by killing her heart, that was number one. We understood this. <laughs> Right. So still when Harley Quinn tricks her to getting close and then rips it out and then Flag turns to Deadshot and goes, the heart's out. That means we can kill her. It's like, yeah. 
We understand. You've spent the entirety of this movie setting this up. We get it. Of all the things that we know, it's just, it's that. Yeah. But, you know. Right. And then somehow Harley, like, it's not in her hand anymore. She just throws it. But we don't even see her throw it. It's just suddenly, like, under a weird thing that the guy has to reach for. Because Deadshot's the main character, so he has to be the one to do it. Yeah, he has he has to shoot a bomb that someone else threw, and I love that. Why like, did the bomb just go off? Why did he have to shoot the bomb? I think it was just like, yeah, I don't know. It was like plastic explosives. It, I guess they didn't have like a detonator on it. I also like that. that Enchantress was able to do a slow motion, um, like influencing him by making his daughter appear there. Like while he's in slow motion, she's speaking in regular (laughs) 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 at regular speed, being like, "Daddy, please don't do this." She can warp time as well. (laughs) Yeah, and he's like still thinking about shooting. Like the the thing is in the air. The bomb is flying towards where he has to shoot it. And so he has like like a second of time where his daughter like pleads for like th- like three different ways pleads for him not to not to shoot the thing. Enchantress's powers are so confusing because she seems like very powerful, but then like I feel like she's an easy beat. Yeah, yeah. She she at one point she fights with them for no reason, uh, because like she, they do this like fight and then she. She jumps back to her little like uh, stage, and she's like, "Enough!" And then just waves, and all their weapons fall down. <laughs> and she's like, "Now I'm gonna give you mercy." <laughs> you could have done that at, at, at any moment, <laughs> right? You didn't need to fight. <laughs> just wanted to. And like, why is her reaction time so slow? Because like she seems she's supposed to be all powerful magic, but like Harley yeah. Quinn has enough time to be like, "This is for my friends." Huh, which, like, that should be enough time for you to stop that. Yeah. And even, or... like, she gets sliced, like, sliced open and just goes, <laughs> reaches her arms out, fully <laughs> exposing the heart that she knows she She has needs. to protect, the one thing. And even, right. like, then, like, again, the heart was very established, even to the point where, where it was inside her body, it was still glowing and noticeable and... <laughs> so we could know right where it was and she still has powers without the the heart so instead of making that little vision of the daughter she could have just like swiped away his gun or like like swiped her hand and then the bomb flies to the other side of the room or like summon the heart back to her <laughs> yeah <laughs> just go after it again right <laughs> or, yeah like, uh, or she had like where she can, like, I guess kind of teleport in a way. She could have just teleported away from the area. Yeah. Oh, she, yeah, she can full-on teleport she, very she quickly. Could, she could teleport. She could turn them all into little rock monsters. Because she did that by just kissing the one guy. She could have just leaned forward and kissed Harley Quinn and then turned her into a rock monster. She could have teleported and kissed every single person before <laughs> Deadshot even shot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and that's that... the and the end. It's like, ah, uh, you only get 10 years off your permanent life sentence, so it's still a life sentence. 
<laughs> yeah. Ah, but you get. But thanks. Danny, why really why gets... does Car- Harley Quinn ask for an espresso machine? That's not even like a random thing. That's not even chaos enough. She wants good coffee. <laughs> I mean, have you ever had prison coffee? I'm sure it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. I'm, I'm not considering her lived experience. <laughs> yeah, Deadshot gets to see his his daughter every once in a while. She could have asked Harley for Quinn... a real hammock for her jail cell. <laughs> <laughs> she gets an espresso machine. And then uh, Boomerang just gets nothing. Boomerang gets to yell in his cell. Yeah, and what was... ten years off. And Killer Croc gets BET. Yeah. And Katana gets nothing. Her character has no arc. She's gone. She gets paid money for guarding <laughs> a drinking game for this movie. Hey, you gotta do our segment transition. Oh, sorry. You can't just do that. <laughs> Whoa, 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 whoa. There you go. Beautiful. So, a drinking game for Suicide Squad. I Um, feel like just to bring home the point of they did not need to reinforce the heart thing, to take a sip every time it's even acknowledged that the heart can kill her. That's good. Um, Drink (laughs) anytime. Slipknot is on screen. It won't get you that drunk. You'll have like a few a few minutes of drinking. That's <laughs> yeah, that's it. You, you have to like waterfall from his first appearance to his death. <laughs> yeah, and you still will be perfectly fine for the rest right. of the movie. Um, it's like do a power hour, except for every minute that he's on screen. Um. You gotta take like a full on shot or finish your drink at the gun circle. The weapon take circle. Take a shot. Take a shot every time, or or take a drink every time that El Diablo doesn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, and just stands there awkwardly watching other people do things. <laughs> yeah, but it's almost hard to make a drinking game for this because it's so like bizarrely structured that there's like almost no consistency to invent. A drinking yeah. game for every time a helicopter crashes <laughs> and no one drink. dies. <laughs> <laughs> take, take a take a drink for every mention of like Mr. Fluffy or whatever it is, but it's only don't like take two. a final shot because there's no payoff. Yeah, I don't I'm, uh, make like a drink something like wild and crazy for the Joker, something edgy. Every time the Joker says something twisted, drink some water. Drink a... <laughs> I was going to drink a twisted tea, or as he would call it, normal tea. <laughs> tea. <laughs> I feel like you can you can take a sip for every time we go into a flashback, but you weren't prepared for us to go into a flashback. Because <laughs> I feel like that happened yeah. all the time, when you're like, wait, where are we right now? <laughs> There was that one where, um, like, she's, like, chasing him on a bike, and then she, like, crashes the bike and, like, jumps on top of it. At first, I didn't realize that was her, and I didn't realize it was a flashback. I was just like, who's this blonde lady that just appeared? Is this this another superhero? Oh, I think take a shot for Bat Affleck and The Flash when they appear. Yeah. 
and uh, and Aquaman's cameo at the in the little file. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Was it enchant? A... Maybe no, I was confused, but in the file that she hands Batman in the in the end credit scene, I thought Enchantress was in it. Yeah, yeah, it was Enchantress, then Flash, and then um, uh, Jason Momoa. <laughs> Why? Why didn't she get rid of that file? <laughs> yeah, you could have just like threw out the first. Like, well, she's dead, so let's just throw that yeah. away. Or even like, oh, Batman wants to create a league of superheroes. Here's superheroes and also enchanters who almost destroyed all of humanity. <laughs> right. Yeah. Maybe you want to hang I... out with her too. <laughs> I thought that was weird. It, for sure. But that's a pretty good drinking game there. So we yeah. will move on to our next segment. Um, Lauren, in honor, give us in a honor of the, the two, the reunion two shows. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how excited are you that they're getting back together? I was super excited before they only did two shows, which sold out within seconds. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. But I hope because... I, I kind of have a feeling that they were only doing two shows in, like, New York and Chicago to, like, see, kind of, like, gauge public interest and maybe they'll add more dates, you know? Yeah. Because I feel like they probably were like, we can't just overshoot and be like, we're going on a full tour. And then people are like, <laughs> no thanks. So I kind of feel like this was, like, a trial. Like, let's see how many people are actually interested. That makes sense. Um, I hope. Um, awards. Oh, yeah. So, should we start with our Joey King Award for Disexcellence in Acting? Yes. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, as the award is so aptly named, this is for uh, someone in the movie that was just awful um, at acting. Uh, gives you Joey King vibes. <laughs> I know um, who I give it to. Personally, I do want to nominate the daughter. <laughs> <laughs> you got beef with this little girl. I don't know why. Every line reading, I was like, that ain't it. <laughs> I mean, my personal choice would, I think, quite obviously be Jared Leto. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be Jared It's got to be Jared. I, I think there are some, like... I think it's just, like, mostly the script and the direction. There are some scenes where, like, Harley Quinn says a line and then it just doesn't work at all. But I that's definitely because the the script is bad. And the oh, yeah. There's the one part where she, like, sticks out her tongue. She, like, says some line and then she, like, sticks out her tongue and smiles. And it, like, does not work at all the way that they wanted it to work. The one... I'm kidding. That's not what they really said. Yeah, yeah, the voices yeah. one, that sucks, yeah. All of her jokes about how she's crazy, none of them works at all. But that we were not blaming Margot Robbie for that. No. Right, because she is better in the other movies that I've seen her in. She's great in Birds of Prey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, she yeah. has that character on lock. Yeah. Like, her version of it, at the very least. Right. Um, I mean, yeah, it just has, it has to go to Jared. <laughs> Great. I just wanted I to give an honorable mention to that girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Okay, and then so our award, Dr. Ant Mom Award, is in mm-hmm. honor of the Dr. Ant Mother from Sleepaway Camp. And we give this award to the person who is really making choices no other actor in the world would ever make. Mm-hmm. And that's, a, that's out of respect. That's not out of disrespect. And we don't, we don't have to give it out, because I'm not sure I have so, uh, someone for it, personally. Yeah. I don't know. My only suggestion would be either Margot Robbie or Cara Delevingne with those hip movements. <laughs> with the hip movements, yeah. Cara Delevingne, but only for her body physical acting Cara Delevingne's <laughs> hips specifically we're doing a, we're making a lot of choices <laughs> yeah I could live I could I could live with that that's a funny one to give it to okay so congrats to your hips only only the hips um and this next one uh our last award is very seldom handed out and is not correctly named yet we can't we haven't figured it out but it's the um alex moffat award for miss uh miss use miss no miss potential wasted wasted potential wasted potential because alex moffat is in the movie holiday and he shouldn't have been he's much better than that movie (laughs) (laughs) i think Um, you can give it to almost anybody yeah like yeah. they're not they're not really bad actors. I'd say yeah, as a character, probably Katana is the most wasted. Right. Yeah. Katana, yeah. Um, David Harbour. It could just be any man. <laughs> yeah, he's as like a performer, any, sure. He's not bringing any like David Harbourness to that character at all. It could just be any man. What well, was this before yeah. he was like this was before Stranger Things, I think. Okay, yeah, so that's that's fair. Yeah, so he didn't become like a big name yet. Okay, and so uh, will you give us a little transition jingle? Who me? Yeah, yeah. sorry. <laughs> uh, for what? So our our bit is between each like segment, we do like a Disney Channel transition noise from like Hannah Montana or Big Time Rush. <laughs> Those are really the two that we just do a lot. <laughs> My, I'm going to go with the classic wow. <laughs> Beautiful. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Um, what's next? Let me, let me think. Lord, this is your job. I know. I normally have a list, but I it's, I don't know where it went. Okay, there's two that we that we do sometimes. Um, and it's just by my discretion, and I don't know if we want to do them or not. One is say something nice about the movie, which Harish has. <laughs> um, but the other one is like, who is this for? But that's just all bros, I feel like. That's what this movie is for. This movie is it's for just, David yeah. Ayer and nobody else. Yeah, it's just right. superhero bros. So I think we can just skip those. Um. No, I, just... I think I, I think I need to say something nice about this. Okay. There are moments in like the aesthetic that I think were really good and had a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. My example being when we first see like 
Picard de Levine in that bathtub possessed by an enchantress. There, there's something yeah. there going on that I enjoy. I don't know why it's like swamp themed, given she's like not from New Orleans, but I don't know why they went by you, but they did. But I, I yeah, they could have gone anyways. like cavey. Yeah, not sure. She's in a cave. <laughs> um, right. I have to think of something. I know it's hard to do. Um, I don't know. I feel like it was. It held my attention. Which what, what a nice compliment for Lucy. <laughs> out of out of some of the movies that we've covered, you can't say that about all of them. <laughs> um. So it was interesting. I don't know. That might be as much as I can muster. You, you really went out of your way for that one. Because everything that I I thought. Things were like genuinely very funny, but they weren't purposefully funny. So I don't think I can count that as like a good thing about the movie. Yeah. Like the fact, I said it earlier, but the fact that Viola Davis was just like cutting food while giving, that was just so funny to me. (laughs) (laughs) But that wasn't intentionally funny. (laughs) Right. So... That's all you got. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's for film bros. There's not really, I don't, or not film bros, superhero bros. Uh, it's it's for edge lords. <laughs> it's for people who aren't normal. Yeah. Because that's just the setting on the washing machine. People were damaged. <laughs> um. So now to our rating. Oh, sorry. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Ratings. <sighs> oh, wait. We totally forgot our fix the movie bit, but I think oh, we yeah. kind of like brought up a lot of that throughout. Just yeah. like yeah. in desperate need of a structure of any sort. Mm-hmm. Different writer is probably the biggest fix we could give it to. Yeah. Just someone who knows how to write dialogue. Decide the vibe of the movie before you film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think also was important because they didn't really do that either. Don't hire. It should have been tr- less jokey. I see. I think it should. They have been had more. all those. I don't know. I feel like the DC movies, like a lot of them, do take themselves too seriously. But it's it's better than than having a bunch of jokes that fall flat. If but, if you have just like a bunch of like really cheesy dramatic lines, that is like to me that's less offensive than than just s- someone making a joke about the voices in her head and stuff like that. But to me, like the idea of the Suicide Squad is supposed to be like just sort of like this wild and wacky kind of adventure, where I think mm-hmm. half the cast should have died. Also, that's another big fix, in my opinion, is we need Suicide Squad to live up to the name. But um, I think it should be just like sort of like this just really not funny, but like more like each character needs to be like so themselves where they are like these just wacky superhero villains who are like in an incredibly dangerous situation where they will die. 
Mm-hmm. That's, also, what, that's what I want from the movie. Like, whether you make the movie funnier or more serious, it doesn't work at the level that it currently is at. <laughs> yeah. You gotta pick um, one. And I think one of the other issues there is, like... But also, like, I mean, characters are different characters, and you can't have them all be the same, but, like, the... There is just such, like, a stark difference between, like, how serious Deadshot always is and then, like, Harley Quinn, Boomerang, even Killer Croc to an extent of, like, how, like, just silly they yeah. are as characters. Yeah. yeah. And then just, like, Deadshot being as serious as he is and Flag being and as serious as he is. And El Diablo also yeah. being super Diablo's serious. really serious. It's, like, either we need to... And if... We keep it that way. They need to clash more because of that, almost. Yeah. But it just doesn't work. Uh, and also, don't hire a trailing editing company, trailer editing company, to edit the entire film. <laughs> yeah. So how do you rate it? <laughs> I would personally, I, I'm a full classic one star my first time I gave it one and a half, but I liked it less this time, so I had to bump it down. I'll give it I'll give it two and a half stars. It's decent. What, I was what a go- loving review. <laughs> I was gonna go with two. I'm surprised why, just the vibe. from that from you. I thought you were gonna go lower. I didn't like I didn't like it, but I didn't... I wasn't angry at it at the same time. You know? Yeah. I just didn't... No, I was angry. Because, <laughs> like, the parts that, like, were so bad just, like, made me chuckle. It didn't make... It didn't anger me. Like a movie right. like Keith does. You know? Yeah. Although Keith was also unrateable to me. But <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm going to go with the two. All, All right. right, there you go. Okay, one last thing. Uh, ooh, ooh, yeah. <laughs> okay, the good, the bad, the movie. So this is where we... Um, we never remember to warn our uh, guests to prepare for this, but... Um, where we, based off the movie, we recommend a good movie and, um, a similar or bad movie that just kind of relate in some way to the movie. Anyone have anything? In in any way you want it to relate. So it could be just like an actor, a theme, a vibe. You got choices. So it's, it's... Are we doing three different movies? One good movie? Just two. Just two? It's like the good version of this movie and then like an even worse version of this movie. But like you can make... It, it doesn't have to be like a version. We Sometimes we'll just be like, oh, this person was in this movie. And that's our connection. <laughs> yeah. We're kind of loose. We're just general vibe if you Cause want. Because sometimes it's hard to pick. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I'm going to go with like an obvious one for my good movie. Which I think is like the highest form of success a superhero movie's ever gotten, which is Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Which That's just like one. full on gets the whole like feeling of comics in a way a movie never has before. And you know, I love it. I've seen it quite a few times. It's a good movie. Uh, my good movie is uh, Birds of Prey. 
which features Harley Quinn and also is like it's mostly villains coming together because the other ones are Black Canary and um, Huntress. They're both kind of villains at the beginning and they're coming together as a team. And then there's the the girl who's like the thief. So she's also kind of a villain. Um, And that that is a really good movie. That's a good choice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to... For my good movie, I'm just gonna go with uh, Lego Batman. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. I like good. how they're all movies we've already brought up before. <laughs> yeah, it works. My bad movie is probably like my. This movie is to me as Suicide Squad is to Harish. <laughs> And that's the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern. (laughs) (laughs) I ironically love that movie so much. I just think it's just like next level awful. And it cracks me up and I love it. Um, and my like, bad literally, one. like, I'm sorry, Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds are like literally married now, and they have z- negative chemistry in that movie, and it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that that's how they met to like begin dating, that's just also insane to me. So my connection is going to be it's a movie about like of a group of ragtag group coming together, trying to like save the day, and I do wish at least half of them died. Uh, and that would be the animated film Sing, starring <laughs> Justin Timberlake. <laughs> or is it Matthew McConaughey? It's Matthew McConaughey, sorry. Um, it's no, Kristen, just awful. Justin Timberlake is in Trolls. My bad. You can see why I would get confused. <laughs> I think Illumination is a scourge on this earth in ways no other company is, even Amazon. <laughs> And it's horrible. The songs aren't good. It's not funny. It's not entertaining. I hate it. I've never seen it. I just like that you want all of them to die. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of a bad movie. Uh, <laughs> You're not as well versed as we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, now you see me. <laughs> a classic. Um, yeah, it's it's just a bad movie, but it's also kind of like magicians doing heists. <laughs> um, it's I, this kind of it, it's the same kind of lane as Now You See Me, where it's like entertaining, but it's not good at all. Yeah. Um, for me, so yeah, now you now you see me. <laughs> So it, um, we've talked about doing a Now You See Me episode, and you will definitely see her reach back if oh. when that happens. And I think <laughs> Sam as well, because Sam likes them, right? Sam, yeah, she likes them. So yeah, we'll have to have... <laughs> I only saw the first one once, and I do remember enjoying it then, but that was, like, I saw it in theaters when it came out, so it's yeah. been quite a long time, and I'm a different person now, so it will be interesting to go back to it. Yeah, we definitely will have to have, like, a battle with... with everyone um all right well thanks for joining us harish yeah Um, Yeah, you're inviting me drop your things yeah do you have plugs um well i do a podcast called tipsy terror which is about horror movies so if you like horror movies check it out tipsy terror on twitter um tipsy terror.rap 
Yeah, it's a, we we've both appeared on it a few times. It's mm-hmm. a it's a good podcast. Yeah. It's fun. I've appeared on it five times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So definitely check out T- Tipsy Terror. They their episodes are fun, so you should check those out. Um, we're on Twitter at One Star Movies. And yeah, that's it. Do you have I'm anything on, else to say? <laughs> I'm on Twitter at Leather Velma. You're on uh-huh. Twitter at Mala Turnup. Yeah. And now, now that's it. Yeah, I'm done. Harisha's not a credit card. Cool. I'm not a credit card. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're gonna. Now we're gonna go Suicide Squad ourselves. No, stop it. No. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> bye. 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 We gotta get better at ending episodes. Oh, we suck at it. Because originally we started this bit where I would like interrupt Lauren, but like Lauren always runs out of things to say. I know, because I'm like, he's not doing it. And I can't just keep being like, so, uh, words. Well, like I forget about it for like five seconds. And then by then you've already run out of things to say. Or you do it like too early where I'm like about to say something. Oh, oop, my bad. But. It's never, we haven't figured that out. We haven't done it in a while, but.